0: You want more time money freedom and have a business that's not reliant on you then you're in the right place each week mark creeden along with some of the very best business minds in the world will take you through simple practical steps you can take to create the business you always wanted from his own practical experience mark will show you how to work less make more And get the business you always wanted, the one that you deserve. Now, here's your host, one of Australia's most sought-after business coaches, Mark Creighton.
1: Welcome to the latest edition of the Mastermind for Business podcast. I'm Mark Creighton, your host. If you have a team, then... You are 100% in the right place today because today we're going to be talking about culture and what culture really is in a business, what it means, how to develop it, how to make it better, give you some examples, that's what we're going to be working through in today's episode. Let's get that underway. So we're talking about culture. As always, we've got Nick in the chair again. Hello. Good to have you back, mate. Thank you. So Nick, let's talk about culture. It's such a bandied around statement. Oh, we've got to have a great culture. And yeah, I think it's a very overused yeah, word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I hate some of those overused words. When I'm when I'm interviewing people to work in our in our organization, I always say to them, you know, what's your view on culture? Oh, I'm looking for a really good culture. And and the question I always ask is, but what does that mean to you? What does a good culture mean to you? And I think that the for me the definition of a good culture is when you have an alignment of values yes right so when the values of the people running the business and the values of the people working in the business are in alignment then you've got then you've got a great culture yeah so i'm going to go through some of the culture things that that we do and for our listeners hopefully you can pick up some of these ideas and Maybe you're already doing it. Maybe there's some things that you can that you can tweak. Maybe there's some, some things that you actually need to change. There's, there's a couple of principles. The first one is when, when we're interviewing somebody, Nick, one of the things I always say is, look, you know, in this office, we don't have a somebody, mm. right? Most offices have a somebody, right? Somebody who empties the bin or empties the dishwasher in the morning yep. or fills up the kettle or, you know, whatever it might be. Somebody who you know sees that we're running low on milk and gets milk. We don't have a somebody in this office. In this office, that somebody is everybody. Mm. Now, the truth is, we do have a receptionist, and shout out to Beck if you're listening. We do have a receptionist here in the Brisbane office. We we do have a receptionist, and and Beck does look after things like milk and all that sort of stuff. But it's the, the principle remains the same, and that is that it's actually everybody's responsibility. You know, one of my pet hates. Mm. One of my pet hates is. When you go into a kitchen or an office and you want to put something in the bin, and you see somebody putting something in the bin, and the bin's full, so all they, all they do is just push it down a bit Oof. further, or they just jam it into the bin, like, and then try and close the lid. Yeah, you know, as opposed to going, oh, well, that bin's full. I'm going <laughs> to bag it up and take it out. Mm. Right. So, for for me, one of the things that that one of the great philosophies that we work on is that there is not a somebody it's everybody's responsibility yeah because you spend more time if you're talking about being in a physical office as opposed to being a remote worker you spend more time with your with your co-workers than you do with your family Mm. in lots of ways and you know hopefully you wouldn't do that at home no right and if you do then hopefully your partner gives you you know I may have
2: been guilty of it a couple of times, let's, let's be
1: honest. <laughs> that look, right? Because it's just, it's lazy and it's disrespectful. Yeah. Because it's disrespectful of, and and you know what? Tony Robbins says this, you know, never forget where you came from. The, the further you progress and the more money you make, use that money to free yourself up. And, and the, the example you use, you know, pay somebody to clean your toilet, but pay them well. Mm. right pay them well and respect them because every job within an organization is important and every job contributes to the outcome for the business guideline number 1 is we have this nobody nobody there isn't a somebody right? yep yeah guideline number 2 is that and it, it's it's something that that my mate Mick says from you know Australian special forces he talks about we leave no person behind in his world we leave no man behind right Dead or alive, we leave no man behind. And and so we have a very similar philosophy in in our corporate group as well. We leave no person behind. So if somebody's struggling and you know they're struggling, whether it's a personal struggle or a professional struggle, then we get in and support them in every way we can. And it's everybody's responsibility, from me as the CEO down, you know, through to the receptionist, for example. Yep. If, if we've got somebody who's clearly struggling, and it's amazing how support really improves the culture when people see that they're actually getting that level of support, they start to feel better about themselves and and better about the business they're working in. Yeah, 100%. So, guideline number one there isn't a somebody. Guideline number two we leave no person behind. Guideline number three, I think, is to create an environment. I, I heard this quote. I don't even know where I heard it now, but I love it. It's treat your team, train your team well enough that they could leave you, treat them well enough that they don't want to. Train your team well enough that they could leave you, treat them well enough that they don't want to. So we believe in investing, I'm a huge believer in investing in our people. Richard Branson once said, and um, Bob Ansett says that, that Branson got it from him, but Branson once said that if you're looking at, at, you know, how you run a business with your people and how you create a culture, it's by – you know, people talk about having, you know, oh, we're a client-first business or we're a customer-focused business. Yes. Branson turns it around and says you actually have to be a people-focused business and it's your people first. Yep. So team one, customer two, stakeholders three.
2: Because if you have your team right and you have your team sorted out, then they're going to sort out the customers, aren't
1: they? 100%. Right. So if you've got a really happy team who love working with you, love being part of the business, they are going to they're going to pass on that level of service to your customers yep. and your customers are going to continue to do business with you and that's going to look after the stakeholders. Mm-hmm. So I've certainly consulted in my time with businesses where we've had to work to flip that around, where they were stakeholders first, customer second team last. Yes. Um, i sure there's plenty like that. Yeah, you know, I remember. I remember consulting with a guy once, and he said to me, uh, I "Said, oh, well, you know, what do you do for your team?" He went, well, what do you mean? I said, "Well, you know, how do you thank them? How do you reward them?" He said, "Well, they get paid, don't they?" Yeah, right. They get paid. So hopefully, there's nobody listening to this podcast that uh, has that view of the world. But like you know, a what? roof if, over the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Aren't they great? Aren't they yeah. should be grateful. Thanks, mate. Yeah. But you know what? If if, if you are you know, listening to this podcast and you're going, oh, actually, you know what? That's kind of how I have been thinking. Good news is uh, you can teach old dogs new tricks. Mm-hmm. My best mate's a dog trainer. He tells me that all the time. You can teach old dogs new tricks. So now's the opportunity to to, to make that change. I was just – you and I – you were just sharing a story with me before off-air where, where you were saying that, you know, you were working for this organization where they expected you to, to come in early and stay late. And there, – but there wasn't – and it wasn't that you weren't prepared to do that, but that that there was really no there was no basis around the expectation. It was just a it was just an
2: expectation. Yeah. And it was it was almost like an ultimatum of well, if you want the job, yeah. If you want to keep the job, this is what's expected of you. But that's that's you know, that's no way to to keep the the employee, is it? No. I mean, and that's where the focus is. Their focus is well, if they want a job. Yeah but it should be like well do we want good employees
1: yeah 100% it, it's funny you say that because one of the things we do in, in recruitment at the moment or, or you know my aim in recruitment is to have people walk out of an interview going yes i want to work at that place yep right now that doesn't mean it's all beer and skills right it, you know we're talking a little bit about the importance of having fun one of the terms that we use is we work hard and play hard mm-hmm. and and so Everybody chips in and works, but we also look after people and we have some fun and, and we enjoy ourselves as well. In that situation, the company that you worked for, that where they wanted you to work really, really long hours, well beyond the hours they were paying you for, mm. that would have been less of an issue if you'd felt like there was an alignment of values and that the culture was really good and it was a great 100%. place to be.
2: 100 I think it, one of the things when we talk about culture as much as we say that's an overused word one of the main things we talk about culture, and, and I think you would agree with me on this, is not only does it take time and, and, and effort and consistency to achieve the culture that you want, yep. but the main thing it takes is it starts from the top. It starts at yeah. the top. Yep. You know what I mean? You need to lead by example. Yep. And if the people that are giving you these directions, that are telling you, you need to stay back, you need to come in early, and, and these, this is what is expected of you, if the same thing is not expected of them, <laughs> then why would you ever do it for them? Yeah, and it's the same in in you know in, in teams in sports. You know, I, I played a lot of a lot of footy, and and you know in, in a footy team, if you're the coach or the captain, and, and you're just barking orders, but you're not actually leading by example, no yep. one is going to follow you. No one is going to want to go into the trenches with you. Yeah, you have to lead by example for to get people to follow you. Yeah. As simple as that.
1: Yeah, you're right. I remember years ago working for a company where you know, the expectation was that, that, you know, you got in early and you stay late. And I did because I was forging a career and I thought that's really where I wanted to be. But, you know, the boss would then roll in at like 9.30 in the morning and be gone at four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and, and never turn up to any any social events. Or mm. And the truth is those social events were only organized by us anyway. Mm. And the, I think the only social event they ever organized was Christmas. Yeah. and And then it was, you know, on the smell of an oily rag. I think you're 100 percent correct. You have to lead by example. Fish rots from the head down, right? Yes. 100%. Fish rots from the head down. 100. So, so if we're talking about developing a great culture, I think a couple of things that we can look at. You know, the concept of of not having a somebody. The other thing is that you know you leave no person behind. The third thing, make sure that you are actually leading by example. Yep. The other thing I think Nick is to make sure that that whilst whilst we're all focused on getting the job done, that we're allowed to have some fun in the process that there's a certain level of of relaxation. And then the other thing I think is to understand the principle of give and take, which is a really huge thing for me. I'm a big fan of give and take. And when people talk about culture and values, it's really interesting. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about values. One of the things we do in our mastermind group a lot is talk about about the values within a business. And sometimes you say to people, what are your core values in your business? And they'll run with things like, Honesty, integrity—you know—and you go. Oh, they got it out of a textbook. Yeah, and you go, man. They—they're they're not values, like yeah, like that's a given. Yeah, right. That's a given. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a values exercise with with an accounting firm, part of our Mastermind Group recently, and you know, we started with those principles, and I'm, but they're not principles. You know, they're not principles. They're a given. I expect that my accountant's going to be honest. Yes, I expect that my that my accountant's going to be, you know, have loads of integrity. Mm. I expect that that's that's not that's not a value. No. But what is a value is the way you treat your clients and the way the way you treat your your team and the way your team treats you and each other and the clients they are the core values of the business. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that that we see within our group is that there's an element of give and take. If somebody comes to me and says, you know, I I need to I need to start late on Friday because I've got to take, you know, first day of school or whatever it might be, which wouldn't be a Friday, obviously, first day of school, that's fine. Just go, go do what you need to do. Mm. And the thing that I find is that if you have that give and take, so you give and and what they will give back, Yes, maybe it's give and give, not give and take,
2: Yeah,
1: right? So they will give back. And what I hear a lot of business owners say, well, you know, the problem with that, Mark, is that they'll just take advantage of it. And the truth is, some people will.
2: But that's how you get rid of the
1: ones that a hundred percent
2: who you want. There
1: so, in the last episode, I was referring to the book um, Jump. What was it Jump shift. Jump, yes, shift? jump Shift. Here it is. Okay. Here by Monica Sherlock and Alan Anderson. They've got this this principle of culture called FIFO, which is fit in or f off. And what they're saying is that they develop these sorts of things like the give and give mentality, mm. so that if the person does take advantage of it, then they're not a fit. Yep. They're not a culture fit. Yep. So that concept of give and take, and I I used an example with you just before. So we had some air conditioning going into one of the offices and the aircon guys wanted to get in here at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm. And our receptionist was doing all of the coordinating. And she said to me, oh, they want to get in at seven o'clock on Friday morning. I went, okay, no worries. Well, I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll unlock and let them in. And she went, no, no, don't be silly. Um, I've already got it planned. I'll be here. Now, can I tell you? I hope there's no HR lawyers. Listen, we didn't pay her any overtime for that. Yeah, we didn't do anything special for that. Actually, we gave her some time off. Yeah. I said to her, "What well, do you know? What if you're coming in at seven? Then you know, bugger off at three o'clock or two o'clock or whatever it is." I, I, honestly, I, and we didn't even we didn't even check the time. Have you ever seen? You're too young to remember this. In in fact, have you ever seen movies where people go to a, to a job and clock in?
2: Oh yeah, you know, yeah, the old, yeah, the old time yeah. card. And you have to. I, I'm not too old, by the way. I used to do that. Oh, did
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's important. You know, I was talking to one of our mastermind clients, and they're saying they do expect people to be, you know, on site at a certain time, and off site at a certain time because because they've got that they've there's liquidated g- damages claims and things like that if they run over time on a contract. Sure. That's 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 still okay, mm. but even in that, and that's an amazing company. But even in that company, whilst they do have that expectation, there's still this this. Great element of give and take. If you're late on a couple of days, and but you can stay back or you can put in some extra effort or you work through your lunch or whatever it might be, and their team do, Mm. and it's the ones that sort of take advantage of it really are the people that probably don't belong in that business in the long run.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I I think with that sort of stuff too is we've just got to be realistic. Yeah, you've got to be realistic and realize that people have lives outside of work, and if you want. If you want good employees, yeah. if you want your employees to be productive, if yeah. you want them to go that extra mile for you, yeah. it's it's not by telling them, it's by being flexible with them. It's by real putting yourself in their shoes and realizing they are real people. They have things going on in their lives. And you know, these days, if you don't come to the party on that, if you don't you know, put yourself in their shoes, well, they will find someone who will.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so they should. Mm, 100%. It's about, I think we're talking about culture, you know, we said at the start, it's kind of an alignment of values. And I think there's, there's, there's a couple of little principles we spoke about around the concept of, you know, there isn't a somebody, you know, it's, it's all for one and one for all. So you leave no person behind. It's the give and give having some fun. I think they're all great principles in order to create the kind of culture that you want in your business. And you're right, Nick, because otherwise they will find someone who will give them that. So one of the things that i love to do is take a genuine interest yes in my people yeah so at the end of last year we we gave out some you know some uh, visa cards everybody got a visa card as a little christmas gift and in years gone by what we've done is it's just been an envelope with the card in it with their name on it and what i did this year was was wrote a a handwritten card mm. to every employee yeah and but it wasn't just a you know hey, George, thanks for the year. Regards, Mark. It was, hey, George, hope you spend this well with Susie and the kids. Yes. Specific. And, and it was very specific and yep. it took me a bit of time. And you might be listening to this podcast going, and how am I going to do that? i got like 50 people working for me. Honestly, I did about 65 of those cards. Mm. And it was no problem. I actually took them home poured myself a glass of wine and sat down and just, and just wrote them out.
2: Did it in front of the telly.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I actually really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I actually really, I got a buzz out of it because I, I I could imagine in my mind's eye people opening that and going, Oh, well, not only did we get the hundred dollar card, but we actually got like a little note from the boss going, Yes, hey, thank you, and and acknowledging the family. What was really interesting, Nick, is the number of emails I got mm. from from team members in other cities saying, Hey Mark, thanks so much for the card. You know, Susie and I will really will, you know, hope you and caroline have a great christmas yep yeah right? so it's you've got to connect you've got to take an interest
2: and i think you know showing showing that you know it's once again going back to you know putting yourself in the shoes of, yep. of, of, of the people that work for you yeah and one of the things that i say all the time in the, in the video squad is is to make we I get people make a thank you video yeah showing gratitude is is actually a really rewarding experience for yourself yeah but it's a great way to build rapport Yep. It's it's one of the best ways to build rapport with people and, and to have them on your side is by showing genuine gratitude. Yeah. and it, it goes a long way. And, and you know, I guess having people say and you know, like no one really—I mean, some people do, but no, no one really, I guess, loves their boss. Everyone's going to have something to say about their boss at some point in time, right? <laughs> no,
1: hey, I'm a man of the people. People love me.
2: <laughs> I'm sure there's there's a couple of things said behind the scenes, but you know, I think if the majority of of that is is positive. Yep. Then you're doing something right.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, and in some ways, what I always say is that that people may not like some of the decisions I make, but if they respect me, yes, then then they will accept them. So, if you are a business owner with a team listening to this podcast right now, Nick's right. You're not going to get everybody to love you. But you are going to get people to respect you, but you have to earn that respect. percent. And how you earn that respect is by developing culture, which is which is really what we're talking about here. So, what are the simple things that you can do if you if you're in business and you go, "All right, this is great, guys. You know, this is this is a great theory. What are the things I can do?" I think that really simple things. What Nick said before: fish rots from head down. So, leading from the front. You know, be the person that takes the bin out. Be the person that brings yeah. the milk in. Be the person that gets in before everybody. Be the person that leaves after everybody.
2: And you were talking about values and morals within the business. Well, yeah. be in charge of those. Yeah. The only way that you can be in charge of those is by leading from the top. Yeah. Right? Is by doing those things, taking yeah. the rubbish out. Then when people see that, they'll say, Oh, well, if the boss takes the rubbish out, exactly. I can do it too. Right.
1: And you know, I have actually had conversations with with staff. We had we had a staff member here in Brisbane who just didn't get that. And he said to me, Well, I'm not paid to take the bins out. I went, Yeah, but maybe but I take the bin out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, I don't get paid to take the bin out either, but mm-hmm. but I take the bin out. Someone has to do it. Someone's got to do it, and so we should all be doing it. And before we get on to having fun, I just want to impress upon upon the listeners the great value of getting to know your people mm-hmm. and taking a genuine interest. On the podcast, twice now we've had Tim and Felix from Bo Rack, and you know one of the things that those guys talk about all the time is that their team are like a family.
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: And the way you create that is by actually getting to know them and taking some interest in who they are and what's going on for them. Yep. Many, many years ago, I did some work with a guy by the name of Jack Butler. Some of the older listeners might remember Jack from Jack the Slasher Food Barns. But Jack Butler was amazing. Jack had the ability, you know, he had, he probably had a couple of hundred staff, but you could sit down with him and he would tell you everybody's name, their their partner's name. Yep. I mean, Jack was so good. He knew the goddamn dog's name. Yeah. Do you know he was just but all of the brilliant. employees
2: would have said, you know, he's the best bloke to work for. Oh,
1: well, they loved him. Yeah. They absolutely loved him. In mm-hmm. fact, when he left the the job that he was at before he started his own business, he was made redundant and and a vast number of the people that were working in that company walked out the door with him. Yeah. Because they did actually they they may not have always loved every decision he made, but they respected him so much because he took a genuine interest in mm-hmm. them. So if you could walk away from this particular episode and change one thing in your business, please take a genuine interest in your people. Get to know them. And the more you get to know them, the, the the more you spend time getting them, the more they're going to appreciate it. Nick, one of the risks is what happens if I put all of this effort in and then they leave? I've wasted all that effort.
2: Well, I, I don't think you have. I don't think you have because you can hold your head high knowing that you've set a standard. Yeah. And then when the next person comes in, that sand, that standard is already set,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. And I think the other thing too is I always say, what happens if you don't and they stay? Yeah. Right? Yeah, You go, what if I do this and they leave? Or well, what if you don't do this and they stay? You're just going to have disgruntled people mm. who are just, I never want somebody working for me that's just just working for the dollar. Don't get me wrong. you got to live. You've got to survive. I understand that. But I really want, to know that we've got a culture that, that moves beyond just the dollars. And that's what you listening to this podcast, that, that, in your business or professional practice, that's what your aim should be.
2: Mm.
1: Last thing is to have some fun. Yep. Now, fun doesn't have to be, and we've done a whole bunch of things. We've gone axe throwing and we've done wine tasting and we've done uh, you know painting, sip mm. and paint things mm. where I was absolutely the worst. But you can do those things and they're great. But you don't even have to do that. You can just have some fun in the office. Yeah, of course. And and you know, one of, one of the great things I think you can do if you are in an office environment is to actually break bread with with your team. Yep. Make sure that you, that you get to have lunch with them.
2: Yeah. And, and I've, I know I've said this before on the podcast, but it's not one of those things where you just ring up Domino's and order a bunch of pizzas. Yep. Um, and then leave the room? No. Because that's what a lot of people do. Oh, yes. well, I, I've bought them lunch. Yeah, that's right. So, so yes. you know, that, that's good enough, right? No. Yeah. You need to have lunch with
1: them. Yeah, yeah. So that, because when you have lunch with them, that's where you'll find out what's going on in their life. And yeah. it's amazing around the lunchroom here how much I hear. Uh, some of it I don't want to hear, quite frankly. There's, there's you know, dating <laughs> stories and stuff. Like that I just don't want to hear. But yeah. but there's great value in it. Yeah. So, guys, in your business, you want to develop culture. You need to get an alignment of values. Think about the fact that you're prepared to lead from the front. Um, think about the fact that you leave no person behind. If somebody's struggling, you get in behind them. Make sure that you have fun and make sure you get to know your people. The more you do that, the more value you're going to see out of the people, and the more that they will want to do for you and for the company.
2: And the more likely they're going to come to you about things, isn't
1: it? So, yeah, yeah. You know, if,
2: yeah. if if there's report, then they're able to talk to you about their day to day things in life. And they're going going to be transparent, be able to come to you and talk to you about things that are important within the business.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's a really good point. Great point to close the show off with, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Good to, to have you joining us, guys. That's a wrap on the latest edition for the Mastermind for Business podcast. If you're in small business or you know somebody in small business who would benefit from this, please share the podcast, like the podcast, subscribe because that helps other people to find us. And until we chat next, please make sure you spend time with those who matter most. We'll see you soon.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Mastermind for Business podcast. If you're ready to have a business that you're not a slave to, check out metropolemastermind.com.au or have a chat with Mark and the team at all the W's, see what's possible.today.